Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Jingle Taunt Bells. Hey, nice. I'm Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Spencer. Here on Jingle Taunt Bells, we go on Wikipedia. We click on the Santa Buddies article. And we read it. (laughs) It's a Christmas tradition. And another Christmas tradition is to go to arcadeaudio.net slash survey. (laughs) Fill out that quick survey about yourself. Your friends, your family. That's not true. Only the first thing. Uh, if you fill out the survey, mm-hmm. you'll be entered in a chance to win a $50 gift card to somewhere. I don't know where. You don't know where. I, I want to say it's um, Chili's 2. <laughs> Only Chili's 2. Um, and and that'll... It, it might be Amazon. It might be... I think it's like a real... <clears throat> sure. Like, it's actual I, useful. I would assume. Yeah. Um, what was, if we just mailed them a crisp $50 bill? I would love that. That's a good look. Although, hmm... I think it's illegal. It's no, it can't. Be. I think it's illegal to mail cash. You can mail cash, but the way you have to do it is you have to put the stamp directly on the bill. Mm. And and that's true. That's, yeah, that's canon. <laughs> that's canon. Um, it's weird that I don't remember how to say that. The 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 concept that 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 phrase conveys, that the 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 phrase being that's canon. Uh-huh. I don't know how else to say that anymore, and it's leaked into everyday like yeah. life. Yeah. Yes. Same. <laughs> you know. It's canon. It's canon. It's your life's canon now. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't know this, but Pachelbel's canon was about Star Wars. <laughs> um, which we've seen. I could take on the whole Ottoman Empire myself. Which we've, I don't know. I'm just trying. To... We've seen Star Wars, and it was probably good. Yeah, we've, we're recording this pre-Star Wars, but we're we're posting it post-Star Wars. And it's Christmas Eve. It is Christmas Eve. Um, so this this is your little present under the tree. Yeah. Um. If you if you don't celebrate Christmas, that's fine. You're still allowed to listen. Um, but think about celebrating Christmas next year. Maybe think about <laughs> it. Uh, Let's no, get those numbers up. Yeah, yeah. Christmas. Look, we're hoping to just get that bump next year. We yeah. get into the next tier. Our presents get better. <laughs> this is going to help all of us. Yeah. If we can if we can get from two and a half billion to three billion, the presents get a little bit better. Um, How many people do you think celebrate Christmas? Too many. More than that are Christians. Can I tell you... Because you and I aren't Christians, but we celebrate Christmas. Speaking of this exact thing, I was listening to my favorite Christmas album on vinyl from our dear friend, uh, David McGuff. Yes. And... Uh, the favorite album being? The Have Yourself a Scary Little Christmas. And it's a Crypt Keeper Christmas album. Something that is very fun about this album it is it has removed all... Well, the Crypt Keeper took the Christ out of Christmas. There, it's like fully. And who better to do it than mm-hmm. him? It's fully just like the fun stuff of Christmas, awesome. and also corpses. <laughs> it's a fucking treat. I love that. Yeah. You know what else is? Um, there's lots of Christmas songs that aren't really that aren't really about no, Christmas. Yeah. Are there? Um, the Twelve Days of Christmas is just about presents. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, that rules a lot. 
Jingle Bells is about bells. Jingle Bells is about nothing. I'll, I want to. Is there like a second verse that's about Christ or something? You know how like Jingle Christ, yeah, Jingle Christ. You know, like you'll you'll be like, oh, I love this song, and then you hear like the second or third verse, and you're like, Jesus, like literally, Jesus, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, isn't like the national anthem, like the second verse? Christ is in the second verse of the national anthem. <laughs> you know, like yeah. something like that. Like, we couldn't have done it without God. Is the is the <laughs> through Christ all is possible. God <laughs> right. bless America. Um. What's your favorite Christmas song? I, well, so I was I was raised Christian, so there are some very triumphant, fun um, Christian songs I sure. really like, like "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." That's it's a good real one. fun to sing. Um, what what else are there's a there's a bunch of fun ones, and there's also like those fun like old ass like Bing Crosby type songs that yeah. are lots of fun. Um, oh, I don't know the 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 Beach Boys have a good one. Ooh, Mary, Mary Saint Nick or whatever the little fuck. Saint Nick, little Saint Nick. That's a good one. That's a fun one. Um, I like Carol of the Bells. It's very spooky. It's the spookiest Christmas. That song, is I spooky. Think. Man, I was I was rewatching Home Alone and Home Alone Two recently, and I was like, wow, this this soundtrack is so good. And then John Williams' name came up in the credits. And I was like, well, motherfucker, of course that's why. Yep. Like, he like invented a Christmas song. Like Which, the Home Alone theme is like a Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um. How do you feel about? I know you used to like two better than you than we rewatched about five six years ago. Yeah. You liked one better, right? One, you, I was in awe at how good Humble and One is. Mm. It's a perfect movie. It's really so good. It, and Humble and Two is just such a treat sure. to watch. It's so cartoonish, mm-hmm. and if you just lean into it, then it's it's all it's. But it is a it's pretty much a carbon copy of the first movie, without a lot of the charm. Sure. But there's still a lot of fun charm in it. Yeah. Like the whole anything that happens in the hotel area is great because you got Tim Curry and you got Rob Schneider and maybe like Maggie Smith or something. no, not Maggie Smith. That'd What's her be name? Crazy. I always think it's the woman who plays McGonagall, but I don't know if it is. I don't know. I'm I'm so much less familiar with the second one. Yeah, but there's it's just fun. Like just just uh, Rob Schneider is the bellboy and uh, he's just like sitting in the lobby like counting through his money that he gets and Tim Curry just goes Cedric. Don't count your tips in public. This <laughs> is like it's it means nothing, but it's just so fun that's to see fun. Rob Schneider interact with Tim Curry. Like what a what a pair. Yes. That's odd. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And that's the magic of cinema. That is the magic of cinema. Yeah. Speaking of the magic of cinema, I think it's time to, to open yeah. our presents. Uh oh, th- before we do that, uh-huh. we if you go onto the Arcade Audio Patreon, if you sub- uh, subscribe to our Patreon, uh-huh. I don't know how that works. Yeah, you have to subscribe to it, which is uh, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash arcade audio. There is right now, should be, if not right now, I mean in, in the next few hours, Yes, the uh, our audio commentary for the next uh, movie in the Santa Buddies franchise. I don't know mm-hmm. as of recording which one that is. Right. So if you're if you're a returning Patreon subscriber, you'll you'll know that we've recorded the audio for I don't know probably Santa Buddies. Santa Buddies is the one that we did the audio commentary. Okay. For, so I if, believe. So if you pull. So if you're a new Patreon subscriber, that's still there. You can go back and find that, and you also get to listen to the new one, probably for Santa Buddies two. Let's see what the whatever the lists the sequel. Somewhere. Whatever the next one in the sequel is. Um, oh, wait. So you can you can go ahead and pull those movies up and listen to Johnny and I talk through them. Well, now, shit. Did we maybe watch The Search for Santa Paws? Because that's the prequel. There's no way to know. I truly have no idea. I don't either. We'll Whatever one we didn't do, we'll do this yeah. year. And the fun thing is there's like four of these movies. So you know you've got 
lots of Santa Buddies commentary to look forward to in the coming Christmas years. Yeah, I suppose that is fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun for somebody. So, yeah, and, and you you get all that with just um, $5 a month um, pledge. Yeah. And, and you if, also get access to the, what's it called? The Discord chat, chat Yeah, we're, chat we're in there. We're chatting. We're chatting. And and if you if this is your first year listening to us uh, every year, for some reason, we do read the article for um, the straight-to-DVD film Santa Buddies. Well, it's like, you know, how every 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 family has a Christmas tradition where they, you know... They maybe read they, the night before Christmas. Yes, right. Or maybe they watch, you know, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. What's it called? Miracle on 34th Street. Sure. <laughs> Nightmare on 34th Street. That's got to be a, a movie already, yeah, right? Yeah, probably. That's fun. Okay. Anyway, let's um, let's get to this, this meat and potatoes. Santa Buddies <laughs> is a 2009 straight-to-DVD film. It's the fourth installment of the Air Buddies spin-off series. 2009. So we're celebrating 10 years of Santa Buddies. Wow. Wow. Merry Christmas, Movie House. That's fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Huh. (laughs) When? I wonder if we have the November 2nd, 2009. Wow. Okay. So just slightly more than 10 years. That's amazing. Uh, As well as the ninth film in the Air Bud franchise. It was released on November 2nd, 2009. Tom Bosley's appearance in the film was his final role before his death. (laughs) I was going to say that as a joke. That's <laughs> the whole intro to this article. Is Sean Connery dead? Because the last movie he did was the Fantastic Mr. Gentleman movie. What was it called? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And he didn't die. He, this technically, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, I'm just going to try to get through that word as quick sure. as possible, was the last movie Sean Connery did before he died. Until he makes another one. Until he makes another one, if he's still alive. Interesting. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, it certainly was. All right, so Tom Bosley. Where do we know Tom Bosley from? Was he the dad in Happy Days he or was something? absolutely the dad in Happy Days. Okay. And I think he was in maybe diabetes commercials or something. He was in hair restoration for men commercials? I think that was called Bosley. Bosley's hair, hair growth formula. But it was not affiliated with Tom Bosley. <laughs> Fuck, I hope that's true. That is true. Michael Jordan's secret stuff, the Tom Bosley solution. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I mean, that the the classic SNL sketch, uh-huh. the pet chow rat poison, <laughs> which is extremely good. Right, right. <laughs> it's, well, that is very good. Yeah. Just look up the pet chow rat poison. I'll, put, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, great, good. Do people know that we have show notes? If you, if you like go to the website, I think there's, are they like, do you put links in yeah. the, wow, that's so good and kind and generous of you. Um. There, there aren't always links, but if we talk about something and it's it's of note, yeah. sometimes I'll cite our sources. I, I love that. Anyway, let's talk about Tom Bosley's last role. <clears throat> he was a dog, huh? He was a dog, yes. <laughs> it sucks that he, he only had three more good deeds to perform and he would have gotten yep. freed, but then he died. <laughs> if the, Tom Bosley got turned into a dog, would he be like an 80-year-old dog or would he be like a 7-year-old dog? Hmm. You know what I mean? That's a good question. Because, boy, it's real hard to do 100 good deeds when you only can live for 10 years. That's what that train song is about. <laughs> it's not train. No, it's not. But, but when you only know, got 100 years to live. Five for fighting. Sure. Do people even know what I'm referencing? 100, 100 good deeds for Eddie McDowd? I, maybe. Do you know what I'm referencing? No, I know okay, what you're talking yeah. about. Right, yeah, he's the guy who played um, the guy in uh, Clockwork Orange. Um, 
And he's, he does all this, the stats and stuff. He writes all those books, you know, tipping point and stuff like that. Everything we say is such a, a goulash of, of, of words and ideas and concepts. And, and you really have to be on a, a, not even like the next level, just a weird level to even know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, I don't know. 60% of the time. It's it's fun to only hang out with like you and our four friends who are also very sick. Because <laughs> yes, yes. It becomes this like freeform jazz odyssey. This this speaking of which, yeah. Today, uh-huh. in in earth time, not in our podcast time. <laughs> sure. On Christmas Eve, we're going to be watching Christmas commercials. We are watching commercials, not Christmas commercials, but commercials for Christmas. That didn't help explain anything. Not at all. Every year we get together and we, we eat good food and then we we watch hundreds of commercials from our youth. And that's it. That's Christmas. That's, that's, that's Christmas, baby. Um, we need to get this article done. This yeah, cannot be long. a 40-minute podcast. Yeah, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. At the North Pole, Santa Claus. Do you remember who played Santa Claus? Santa Claus was played by Peter Welk. What was his name? From Cheers. Mm-hmm. Tom Malone. What the fuck was his name? George Went. George Went. Peter Welk was pretty close. It was. And his dog, Santa Paws. Tom Bosley. <laughs> a gentle... This. So I... They've added to this article. I'm excited. <clears throat> That's what we were saying before this, uh, that we started. Like, I'm excited to see the growth of this article. Because there's, no re- there's no reason for it. Well, it's a 10-year anniversary. True. This is the director's cut of the article. <laughs> Santa Claus and his dog, Santa Paws. A gentle and loyal, all-white Great Pyrenees. <laughs> Why did you even include his race? <laughs> I I I like a gentle, gentle and, and loyal, loyal all, all white. white. Is he all white? I don't know. In my head, he's a golden retriever, but maybe that's no Airbud poisoning my brain. It is. Go outside to examine the magical Christmas icicle, which is melting because nobody believes in Christmas anymore. I feel like the charm's been taken out of this article because someone came in and really wrote it. Yeah. And it wasn't just Air Bud Lover 1982. <laughs> if it continues to melt, Christmas will be gone forever. Okay. After causing mayhem in Santa's workshop and getting punished for it, Puppy Paws, Zachary Gordon, the fun-loving son of Santa Paws, stares at the icicle and states, I wish Christmas would just disappear. <laughs> Which causes it to crack. Oh, boy. Um, is that what causes it to crack? I, That's interesting. What if you had a genie and he said you have three wishes and, and you said you wish for no wishes? Ooh. What would happen? That's like a reverse monkey paw or right, something. Right, I wish for no wishes. What if, the, what if you had a monkey paw and you wish f- for no... What if you wish for consequence-free wishes? How would that backfire? Would you become the monkey paw? I don't know. I I don't know what... 2020, become the monkey paw. Where the concept of a monkey paw comes from? I believe from... Well, from David... What's his name? Henry O. O. Henry. The candy candy bar maker. I think it was an O. Henry story, but did he invent the concepts? I don't know. In my head, it's like an ancient, you know, Arabian... Right. I mean, yeah. But maybe maybe he invented that. There's it's no a, way he didn't come up. Like he, there's no way he came up with no. monkey paw. That's such a ripe, cool thing. It's very fun. It's yeah. very fun. I love monkey paw. It's, it's maybe my favorite thing. I, I mean, honestly, it's so good. It's really good. Cause, because it like, 
it 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 really gets at like what having that sort of ultimate power would be like where it's like you're still you don't deserve this you don't deserve this and i'm going to i'm going to show you that you don't oh, deserve that's this that's so good it's, yeah i love that all right uh, Cause my point is he uses Christmas magic to wish for no Christmas magic. I see. That's you know, great. That's great. It's wild. Um, so this is all one paragraph. I wish for Christmas would disappear because it's correct. He finds Butterball on Santa's naughty list for eating the Thanksgiving turkey <laughs> and figures he's just the dog to show him how to be an ordinary puppy. Meanwhile, the Christmas icicle makes a big crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting back to the back to my boy. <laughs> Shuts off the power at the North Pole and makes the reindeer weak and powerless. Ugh, those cucks. <laughs> Butterball. Aren't the reindeers voiced by like the Saved by the Bell cast or something? I don't know if they ha- they speak. Okay. Maybe they do. Um Butterball and the other buddies no names. No, also lacking Christmas spirit. Believe that their father is Santa Paws in disguise. I what? don't Is that real? I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. Do they talk about their father? The father. In my head, they don't talk about anything. Right. They talk about mud and sports and like kind of right they like racist stereotypes. Yeah. And then what's their I don't think their role in the movie is anything. Aside from Butterball, can you name any of the? I other was going to ask you to do the same thing. Um, I know there's one. Oh, Buddha. Buddha. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. Uh, uh what's what's the what's the like hip hop man? B dog. B dog. <laughs> B dog. Uh, is the is the girl's name just like Lady or something stupid like that? Like, I want to say, in my head, it's Buttercup, but I don't okay. think that's correct. Bud Durkup. Oh, and then. Is Butterball the football player? Or is the football player like Scrubs? B-Dog is the hip-hop dog. Yeah. Butterball, I think, is just kind of a fuck-up. Okay, sure. Buddha is... The Zen one. Yeah. Is there a football one, or am I just like making that up? No, there is. But, well, I mean, I assume we'll get there. Yeah. And they have um, a father, I guess. Is their father Air Bud? I don't know. Is Air Bud also the golden receiver? I think so. The movie's called Air Bud. These all because these are the buddies, so they must be Air Bud's kids. They gotta be Air Bud's kids. <laughs> Nepotism. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% Air Bud. <laughs> um, help me! A wizard turned me into a dog. <laughs> they believe their father is Santa Claus in disguise, and that the naughty list is a way to scare them to behave. Yes. Okay. Sure. However, Sniffer. Sniffer? What is it, a porcupine? Tim Conway. I think Tim that's Conway. The, the elf dog. Isn't Tim Conway like a real actor? Yeah. I mean, as real as <gasps> you and I. Yeah. <laughs> he was, you might know Tim Conway from Dorf on Golf. Thank you. Oh, my God. I watched some Dorf recently. Yeah, yeah you watched a little bit of Dorf, huh? It's not good. I was, gonna, I was, I thought you were about to say it's not bad, and I was going to reprimand you. It's. It's unbelievable fun. that they tried to sell me that on TV. Isn't it funny how things used to not be funny? Like things were super funny in like the 30s or like whenever the Marx Brothers were doing their shit. Yeah. And then it was like, fuck, we forgot how to be funny. Oh no, things were funny up to like the 60s probably. Yes. Because you had like Lucy and shit like that. Oh yeah. But then like the 80s got real bad. Carol Burnett was funny. I that was, was in I Carol think Burnett the too. 70s. I was in Carol Burnett as well. 
Yeah, nothing really. Because all there was, you know what it was? There was too much comedy in the eighties. I think that's the problem. Well, in eighties comedy, it was all like sex comedies. Sure. <laughs> that like it where it's just like we're gonna smell underwear. Like that's like the <laughs> you know what I mean? The, yeah, the a plot of the movie is we're gonna smell underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Like, isn't that half of 80s movies? It's like... Yeah, like Porky's or, or Animal House or whatever. Yeah, yeah. just like we're... Revenge on the Nerds. We're like the perverted dirtbags. Right. Get it? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that sucks pretty bad, yeah. And then you had guys like... Um, what's his name? Schneiderman. What's his name? Uh, Jerry Schneiderman. I, you know, whoa, what's Seinf- the deal Seinfeld. with... Seinfeld. No. Whoa! Whoa! Oh! Hickory a, dickory doc, yeah, what's like, the deal with my cock? <laughs> What's that guy's name? Andrew Dice Seinfeld. <laughs> Schneiderman. Is that funny? So is that's that what I was gonna something? say. Was my problem with him is I don't know if he's if he's if it's a reaction to that comedy. Like, Ooh. what level is he? You know, I read this thing which I think we talked about uh, in real life, but where sort of that the every sitcom right now is like uh-huh. a, a a doofy fat guy and right. like an ultra hot wife. Right. It's been that way for a, a, for years. And that's apparently like a subversion of the leave it to beaver, like perfect dad trope. Sure. So like the honeymooners maybe was like, we're going to, we're yeah. going to subvert that trope. And then everyone's like, nice. I like it. And then the Flintstones started doing it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know about Andrew Dice Clay. I don't either. I would love to know. I would. Also, and I don't know. I don't think it's possible. I think if, if anything, he his intention was originally to subvert this and his audience said this is i sincerely like this sure this is me sure, sure. and then he said this is making me money this is me right now. right right okay i was just curious about the dice man what he's been up to aren't we all what real name jerry schneiderman dorf you should watch dorf it's i shouldn't just dip in it's they're all short and I, yeah, I <laughs> it's unreal. You know, did Dwarf do anything else, or was he just on golf? I think he was on fishing as well. Ugh. I think Tim Conway was on the Carol Burnett show. Which didn't Tim Conway just pass away like last month? We can only hope. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last movie Tim Conway did before his death. Oh, Him and Tom I, Bosley had a suicide murder pact. <laughs> Uh, however, Sniffer replies that Christmas is about giving and a holiday they must learn to respect. Okay. A holiday they must learn to respect. Respect Christmas. Respect Christmas. Puppy Paws makes it to Fernfield to find Butterball in his home. Does Puppy Paws become Santa Paws? You know I what I'm think when Santa Paws dies. He gets his name changed. Uh-huh. Okay. Sort of like the Pope. Butterball introduces Puppy Paws to his brothers and sister. Unfortunately, the North Pole puppy ends up being a nuisance to each of the buddies. That's true. Butterball is framed for eating the shortbread cookies framed. as he tries to get back on the nice list. B-Dog gets beaten at breakdancing by Puppy Paws, what? who even accidentally breaks a vase. Okay, I don't remember that. This is a much more in-depth article, and it's also... Somehow less information. Yes. <laughs> puppy Paws, unaware not to do so... Shakes dirt out of his fur in the living room after Mud Bud, Mud Bud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt, creating holiday shapes of the dirt spots, which result in Mud Bud being a cover-up coat, being put in a cover-up coat for the rest of the day. 
I'm going to finish this sentence, and then I'm going to go back and read the sentence again, okay. because it's maybe the longest sentence. Please do. Please do. Rosebud, that's her name, Rosebud. gets an extreme Christmas makeover, and Buddha's meditation statue is turned into a snowman, as Puppy Paws explains that the snowman is what citizens of the North Pole meditate in front of. Okay. Not true. I will go back to the beginning of the sentence. Okay. And I will read the whole sentence to I you I will again. not interrupt you. <sighs> Unfortunately, the North Pole puppy ends up being a nuisance to each of the buddies. Butterball is framed for eating the shortbread cookies as he tries to get back on the knights list. B-Dog gets beaten at breakdancing by Puppy Paws, who even accidentally breaks a vase. Puppy Paws, unaware not to do so, shakes dirt out of his fur in the living room after Mudbud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt, creating holiday shapes of the dirt spots, which result in Mudbud being put in a cover-up coat for the rest of the day. Rosebud gets an extreme Christmas makeover, and Buddha's meditation statue is turned into a snowman as Puppy Paws explains that the snowman is what citizens of the North Pole meditate in front of. Oh my god. (laughs) Are those all separated by commas? Yeah, lots of commas. So in no there. semicolons, which actually might have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, semicolons would have worked. Um, I'm fascinated by the phrase "a cover-up coat." That sounds so much more fun than I bet it is. I, I assume it's just a jacket. My favorite part of this sentence is, um, there, there, there's it's like a one-two punch. Okay. Of of just inscrutable syntax. <laughs> B-Dog gets beaten at breakdancing by Puppy Paws, who even accidentally breaks a vase. <laughs> that on its own is a sentence. If that were its own sentence, very funny, very, very strange choice of words. Yes. Then the next sentence is is a journey. It's like it's like nested garden path sentences. <laughs> Puppy Paws, unaware not to do so, shakes dirt out of his fur in the living room after Mudbud gives him lessons on how to roll in the dirt. Creating holiday shapes of the dirt spots, which result in Mudbud being put in a cover-up coat for the rest of the day. It's like... That sentence is so ridiculous. Or that portion of the sentence is so insane. Uh, I feel like I'm, like, fucked up right now. Yeah, same, right? (laughs) Fed up with Puppy Paws' antics, the buddies lose their patience and eject him from their house. But they learn that Puppy Paws isn't hurting them. As they are hurting themselves. And they decide to treat him with compassion. Puppy Paws gets taken away by your man of mine, dog catcher Stan Crooge, Christopher Lloyd, who takes him to the pound. There, Puppy Paws meets a puppy named Tiny. Ugh. Caitlin Maher, who is wishing for a Christmas miracle and sings a song about miracles. The only song in the movie, if I'm not mistaken? I think so. A Christmas miracle. Honestly, though... Tiny, there are some things that are so, like, cute that yes. it kind of makes me sad. Yes. And Tiny is one of those things. <laughs> Just the the look of Tiny and the voice, it is so, like... Because you know Tiny will be dead within the year. Yeah. So, like, pitiful and pathetic. Yeah. That it it's just, like, too... It's too cute. Is ti- How old is Tiny? Is Tiny six months old or eight years old? 18 years She's old. She's 18 years old. Just a do- a human years, yeah. a dog that is 18 human years old. She's like, like 143. So yeah. Uh, Puppy Paws meets Tiny, who is wishing for a Christmas miracle and sings a song about miracles, which teaches Puppy Paws about the true meaning of Christmas. The buddies, along with an elf dog named Eddie, so... So... so sniffer, sniffer is not... Who Eddie. Is sniffer? Eddie's definitely the main... The head honcho. 
Interesting. I guess we got to watch it, it again. Isn't I guess we got to. Isn't is Sniffer like a, a wild animal they meet or something? Like some sort of like possum Wolf or, or anteater? It says... Now, it's interesting that, that Puppy uh, Santa, Santa Paws is the only dog where we know the breed. They, <laughs> That's a pure way uh, of Alsatian. A, a generous... Uh, generous and loyal. A gentle and loyal all-white Great Pyrenees. Um, sniffer, it doesn't say... I'm going to say it's a porcupine. It's, I don't remember porcupine. Being I remember. The, I remember. Tell me about Sniffer. Yeah, your eyes just rolled in the back of your head and you had a, a vision of Sniffer. I just cut 45 minutes of dead <laughs> silence out. When I, when I say it, you're going to remember. You're going to say, oh. Okay. Sniffer's a skunk. Sniffer is a skunk. That makes so much sense. I don't recall. I'm glad that I was right about being a wild animal. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely confusing the movie with Homeward Bound. Sure. Or the Mina Porcupine, who I don't even know is um, sentient. No, I don't think so either, which is troubling. It is troubling. Um, It's the Goofy Pluto paradox. <laughs> it's the Goofy Pluto paradox, named after the professors who came up with the idea. Professors Dennis Goofy. And, and Howard, um, <laughs> uh, Howard J. Pluto. <laughs> um, what... Why would a wild animal know about Christmas? That implies that, like, whoa, that has such huge implications <laughs> in this world. Well, there were wild animals at the birth of Christ. There were donkeys and camels, but they didn't know. That's what that song is Did about. They, do they do know, they know it's, it's Christmas, Christmas time, time at all? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I mean, that means that there is a, a Jesus skunk, or all animals. Aslan. Fuck. Aslan's canon in the Air Buds in the, movies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel better. Okay. The buddies, along with an elf dog named Eddie, Richard Kind. Richard Kind is Eddie? Yeah. Wow. He's... What is he in? Star Wars, My Mom Will Shoot? What the fuck is he in? He's in everything. He's a character actor. He's a character actor. Okay. Come to the rescue. Eddie tells Crooge that he knows the dog catcher always wanted a puppy for Christmas, but his mother was allergic to dogs and never got one, which made Crooge hate Christmas and become a dog catcher. That's one sentence. Eddie tells Crooge that he knows the dog catcher always wanted a puppy for Christmas, but his mother was allergic to dogs and never got one, which made Crooge hate Christmas and become a dog catcher. <laughs> hey, Crooge. I know that you always wanted a puppy for Christmas, but your mother was allergic to dogs and never got you one, which made you hate Christmas and become a dog catcher. <laughs> hey, Crooge, I got your number. With help from an elf named Eli, Danny Woodburn. I remember Eli. Christmas spirit returns. Just that oh, easy. Okay, it's just as simple as that. The, what was he doing this whole time? Eli, wake up. No! Sorry. The Christmas icicle stops melting and the North Pole is back in business. Why? How? Puppy no Paws and the buddies make it to the North Pole. The reindeer are unable to fly and Puppy Paws and the buddies volunteer right. to save Christmas with their... Yeah. I forgot about this part of the article. <laughs> the reindeer are unable to fly and puppy paws and the buddies volunteer to save christmas with their uncanny abilities and in parentheses and this whole sentence in the parentheses is a link okay okay the oh shit <laughs> hold on let me remember <laughs> fuck the fuck it was something like the 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 <laughs> god damn it it's like the the wish they got from Stella. You're so close. What is it? Say it. Say it. Lay it on me. Their uncanny abilities. 
The buddies remembered what Shasta taught them. That's right. The buddies remembered what Shasta taught them. Who the fuck is Shasta? We'll never know. Oh we'll never remember. God. Every year, it's, an, it's another mystery who Shasta is. We must know in the depths of our minds. We must know. We know, we search your feelings. Search your feelings. You know this to be true. A changed Mr. Crooge brings Tiny over to the child who has been asking for a puppy as a Christmas present. Yeah, we've never been mentioned in this article. Tiny says her goodbyes to the buddies and puppy paws. And she passes away. <laughs> and becomes a forced go- dog ghost. After She becomes zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. After their list last delivery, Santa How do Claus, those dogs fly but the, the reindeers don't? They have uncanny abilities. True, they remembered what Shasta, Shasta taught, taught them. them, of course. Uh, after their last delivery, Santa Claus and Santa Paws arrive in Fernfield. Santa puts the buddies to sleep, including Butterball, on the top of the nice list. Puppy Paws becomes part of Santa's family, and the buddies bid him farewell. Do cats not have their own Santa? Dogs have Santa Paws. Do cats not have Santa Claus? Shit. (laughs) They simply must, right? It seems cruel and unfair for only dogs to be receiving the the gift of Christmas. As we all know, Christmas is a holiday that needs to be respected. Maybe all cats are Jewish. Interesting. They have nine lives for each candle on the menorah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Could you sort of... I don't know how dogs translate to Christmas. I don't care. Nope, I don't, don't care know. about dogs. I don't care about Christmas. <laughs> That's two things I know about you. Could you translate... Uh-huh. This, this, there weren't... Like, cats have enough lives they were only supposed to have one life but they have enough lives to last all night or whatever though is there something there or or is this sort of deeply problematic (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do i want cats to get in on this yeah and and i do think it would be nice for there to be more hanukkah movies even though i know that hanukkah is not like a big holiday yeah um, you know what's fun in Home Alone 2, um, spoiler alert for Home Alone 2, when, they, when Marv and Harry break into Duncan's toy chest in the middle of the night, they find a whole chest full of money, and Marv, to himself, when he finds the money, Marv says, or no, wait, which one? Yeah, Marv is Joe Pesci. No, it's no, not, it's Harry. Marv is... Harry is Joe Pesci. Yeah. Joe Pesci says, um, Merry Christmas, Harry, and then it cuts to Marv, and Marv goes, Happy Hanukkah, Marv. And I was like, that's fun. That's really nice. That's really nice. Yeah. It was just like, this is a real nice thing they didn't have to do and they did. What? That's so interesting. Yeah. It, it what touched a fun my little like yeah. world building thing. Right. Yeah. A little world building thing for Home Alone 2. What if that's like, that's the kind of thing where, and I, I assume the Home Alone 2 article is much more robust and well written than this. Certainly. But if the person who wrote this article wrote the Home Alone 2 article, it would it would be like, uh, two burglars, Harry, a Christian, and <laughs> <laughs> but that would be the Home Alone one article, Whoa, like where they yeah. don't have no concept that he's like any domination whatsoever, <laughs> or any ethnicity or whatever. I don't know. That's that's so fun. Yeah, man, that's great. It really fleshes out the. I mean, yeah, you know, weird, in a weird way, it's just like I don't know. That's cool. It's yeah, I, I really enjoyed that that part of the movie. Um. Just like I enjoy this this movie every year, I'm um, I'm happy to share this with you and with our with our listeners. Oh, we're not done. Oh no, <laughs> oh no! I'm trying so desperately to wrap it up. 
So, um, what more is there? There's just just a real quick little. Tiny has passed away, but it's the buddies farewell, etc. Um, puppy paws becomes part of Santa's family, and the buddies bid him farewell. Sure. Mr. Crooge is invited to dinner with Tiny's new family. Oh, and Crooge himself carves the roast beast. The movie ends with the entire town, including the buddies. Oh, wow, I was wrong. And Deputy Sniffer. Deputy Sniffer? Oh, he's a bloodhound. Yes. Wow. I love how just knowing he's a he's a deputy was enough to know he's a bloodhound. You would think that they would say Deputy Sniffer the first time he's mentioned in the article. It's pretty um, disrespectful not to refer to him by his, mm-hmm. his title. Senator Sniffer, <laughs> uh, led by Crooge, singing Silent Night in front of Fernfield's Christmas tree. Yikes. Do we want to... There's So that's the plot. Sure. And I feel like this was rewritten, certainly. It was. What? Not really more helpful or enlightening. Definitely not. Same amount of confusing. <clears throat> we'll, we'll just run down the cast real quick. The people that we know, anyway, I'm not going to... George Wine as Santa Claus, Christopher Lloyd as Stan Crooge, Danny Woodburn as Eli, Quinn Lord as Pete. Two, uh, both a, an actor and a character that I don't know. Who's Pete? You never mentioned the article once. Who's to say? Ryan Grantham as Sam. Andrew Astor as Mikey. <laughs> Sophia people? Ludwig as Alice. Gig Morton as Billy. What? Craig Anton as Bob. Gig Morton is a good name. It is a very good name. And that's a man who catches catfish. With his bare hands. Well, yeah, with his bare hands. Michael Teagan as Sheriff Dan. Sheriff Dan. Literally, I don't know who any of those characters no. are in the first three. How could they have top billing over the buddies? Well, voice cast. Oh, uh, okay. Zachary Gordon as Puppy Paws, Santa Paws' son. Tom Bosley as Santa Paws, a great Pyrenees. <laughs> Tim Conway as Sniffer. Josh Flitter as Butterball. Liliana Mummy, sick name. Mummy? M-U-M-Y. Okay. How else would you say that? Mummy. Mummy. As Rosebud. Ty Panitz as Mudbud. Jonathan Morgan Height when singing. Mm. <laughs> Get them together. Field Kate as Buddha. Skylar Gisando as B-Dog. Richard Kind as Eddie, a Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> Caitlin Maher as Tiny, a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, good. Chris Coppola. What? As Comet. Comet. Oh, a reindeer. Okay. Sequels. Oh, boy. A prequel <laughs> called The Search for Santa Paws was released on November 23rd, 2010. So strange that they decided they needed to make a prequel to this movie. It is. Spooky Buddies. So that means Shasta wasn't even... Well, Shasta must have been from like... God, we'll never know where Shasta's from. No. Is Shasta from Spooky Buddies? Well, no. Spooky Buddies was released on September 20th, 2011 oh as a God. Halloween movie. Featuring buddies in a new adventure filled with curses, ghosts, and mayhem. That sounds fun. Fuck! Ghosts! <laughs> uh, and an attempt to stop Warwick the Warlock and the Ooh. Halloween Hound. That oh, movie that sounds, sounds cool tight as, shit. as fuck. Warlock and the Halloween Hound? Yeah. Wow. Treasure Buddies was released on January Treasure 31st, Buddies? 2012 as an Indiana Jones-like movie wow, featuring the Buddies awesome. in another new adventure trying to stop... The Halloween Hound has returned. No, even better, and we need to watch this fucking movie trying to stop Cleopatra. Cleopatra! In Egypt. <laughs> yes, okay. I love it. I am a little disappointed that Treasure Buddies is not a Treasure Island uh, a la Muppet Ooh. Treasure Island movie, but I like Cat... Cleocatra. Cleocatra is very good. Man, 
We got such a treasure trove of, of buddy movies such to watch. Such a treasure buddies. Such a treasure buddies trove. Of troves to watch. <laughs> um, We have one more episode of the year. Yep. One more episode of the decade. Wow. I can't believe it. We've been doing this show for 10 years. <laughs> I mean, basically. I mean, yeah. You have anything to say for yourself? God bless us, every dog. God bless us, every dog. Dog, dog bless, bless us, every, every cat. cat. Smell, Smell you later. Later. <laughs>